Today is the 25th of July. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. Welcome from West Yorkshire. It's bright, it's sunny, it's going to be a scorcher today, apparently. Um, some temperatures in the UK accepted to top 40 degrees Celsius. Anyway, I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And if you're joining us for the very first time, firstly, let me say welcome. And secondly, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. Having explained how it all works, let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Father, we bow down before you this time. We ask, Lord, that you change this earthly age. Bring in something from heaven so that your will may be done and that your mercy comes to all nations. Strengthen us in all our ways, we pray. We thank you for all that you've done for us. May your name be praised and glorified at all times. And so today, Lord, we want to follow you and to remain in your heavenly life. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get back into our Bible readings. And in today's Bible readings, we read that Solomon has become king and we begin the book of Matthew. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, your word is in front of us. We ask, Lord, that you open it up to us, that we may be able to hear your voice and see your hand. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version, and we begin with 1 Kings 1. King David was old and advanced in years, and although they covered him with clothes, he could not get warm. So a servant said to him, Let a young virgin be sought for the Lord my king, and let her wait on the king and be his attendant. Let her lie in your bosom, so that my lord the king may be warm. So they searched for a beautiful girl throughout all the territory of Israel, and found Abishag the Shunammite, and brought her to the king. The girl was very beautiful. She became the king's attendant and served him, but the king did not know her sexually. Now Adonijah, son of Haggath, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. He prepared for himself chariots and horsemen, and fifty men to run before him. His father had never at any time displeased him by asking, Why have you done this and so? He was a very handsome man, and he was born next after Absalom. He conferred with Joab, son of Zariah, and with the priest Abiathar, and they supported Adonijah. But the priest Zadok, and Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, and the prophet Nathan, and Shemaiah, and Rei, and David's own warriors did not side with Adonijah. Adonijah sacrificed sheep, oxen, and fatted cattle by the stone Zeherath, which is beside Enragel, and he invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the royal officials of Judah. But he did not invite the prophet Nathan or Benaiah, or the warriors, or his brother Solomon. Then Nathan said to Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, Have you not heard that Adonijah, son of Haggith, has become king, and our lord David does not know it? Now therefore come, let me give you advice, so that you may save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. Go in at once to King David and say to him, Did you not, my lord the king, swear to your servant, saying, Your son Solomon shall succeed me as king, and he shall sit on my throne? Why then is Adonijah king? Then while you are still there speaking with the king, I will come in after you and confirm your words. So Bathsheba went to the king in his room. The king was very old. Abishag the Shunammite was attending the king. Bathsheba bowed and did obeisance to the king, and the king said, What do you wish? She said to him, My lord, you swore to your servant by the Lord your God, saying, Your son Solomon shall succeed me as king, and he shall sit on my throne. But now suddenly Adonijah has become king. Though you, my lord the king, do not know it. He has sacrificed oxen, fattened cattle, and sheep in abundance, and invited all the children of the king, the priest Abiathar, and Joab the commander of the army. But your servant Solomon he has not invited. But you, my lord the king, the eyes of all Israel on you are on you to tell them who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it will come to pass, when my lord the king sleeps with his ancestors, that my son Solomon and I will be counted offenders. While she was still speaking with the king, the prophet Nathan came in. The king was told, Here is the prophet Nathan. When he came in before the king, he did obeisance to the king, with his face to the ground. Nathan said, My lord the king, have you said Adonijah will succeed me as king, and he shall sit on my throne? For today he has gone down and has sacrificed oxen, fattened cattle and sheep in abundance, and has invited all the king's children. Joab the commanders of the army, and the priest Abiathar, who are now eating and drinking before him, and saying, Long live King Adonijah. 
but he did not invite me, your servant, or the priest Zadok, and Benaiah son of Jehoiada, or your servant Solomon. Has this thing been brought about by my lord the king, and you have not let your servants know who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? King David answered, Summon Bathsheba to me. So she came into the king's presence and stood before the king. The king swore, saying, As the Lord lives, who has saved my life from every adversity, as I swore to you by the Lord, the God of Israel, your son Solomon shall succeed me as king, and he shall sit on my throne in my place, so will I do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her face to the ground and did obeisance to the king and said, May my lord, King David, live forever. King David said, Summon to me the priest Zadok, the prophet Nathan, and Benaiah son of Jehoiada. When they came before the king, the king said to them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and have my son Solomon ride on my own mule, and bring him down to Gion. There let the priest Zadok and the prophet Nathan anoint him king over Israel, then blow the trumpet and say, Long live King Solomon. You shall go up following him. Let him enter and sit on my throne. He shall be king in my place, for I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and over Judah. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, answered the king, Amen. May the Lord, the God of my lord the king, so ordain. As the Lord has been with the Lord my king, so may he be with Solomon, and make his throne greater than the throne of my lord King David. So the priest Zadok, the prophet Nathan, and Benaiah son of Jehoiada, and the Cherethites and Pelethites went down and had Solomon ride on King David's mule, and led him to Gion. There the priest Zadok took the horn of oil from the tent and anointed Solomon. Then they blew the trumpet, and all the people said, Long live King Solomon. And all the people went up following him, playing on pipes and rejoicing with great joy, so that the earth quaked at their noise. Adonijah and all the guests who were with him heard it as they finished feasting. When Joab heard the sound of the trumpet, he said, Why is the city in an uproar? While he was still speaking, Jonathan, son of the priest Abiathar, arrived. Adonijah said, Come in, for you are a worthy man, and surely you bring good news. Jonathan answered Adonijah, No, for our lord King David has made Solomon king. The king has sent him with the priest Zadok, the prophet Nathan, and Benaiah son of Jehoiada, and the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and they had him ride on the king's mule. The priest Zadok and the prophet Nathan have anointed him king at Gion, and have all gone up from there rejoicing, so that the city is in an uproar. This is the noise that you heard. Solomon now sits on the royal throne. Moreover, the king's servants came to congratulate our, our lord, King David, saying, May God make the name of Solomon more famous than yours, and make his throne greater than your throne. The king bowed in worship on the bed and went on to pray thus, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who today has granted one of my offspring to sit on my throne and permit me to witness it. Then all of the guests of Adonijah got up trembling and went their own ways. Adonijah, fearing Solomon, got up and went to grasp the horns of the altar. Solomon was informed. Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon. See, he has laid hold of the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear to me first that he will not kill his servant with the sword. So Solomon responded, If he proves to be a worthy man, not one of his hair shall fall to the ground. But if wickedness is found in him, he shall die. Then King Solomon sent to have him brought down from the altar. 
he came to pay homage to King Solomon, and Solomon said to him, Go home. 2 Chronicles 3 Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to his father David, at the place that David had designated, on the threshing floor of Ornan the Jebusite. He began to build on the second day of the second month of the fourth year of his reign. These are Solomon's measurements for building the house of God. The length and cubits of the old standard were sixty cubits, and width twenty cubits. The vestibule in front of the nave of the house was twenty cubits long, across the width of the house, and its height was one hundred and twenty cubits. He overlaid it on the inside with pure gold. The nave he lined with cypress, covered it with fine gold and made palms and chains on it. He adorned the house with set settings of precious stones. The gold was gold from Parvaim, so he lined the house with gold, its beams, its thresholds, its walls and its doors, and he carved cherubim on the walls. He made the most holy place. Its length corresponding to the width of the house was twenty cubits, and its width was twenty cubits. He overlaid it with six hundred talents of fine gold. The weight of the nails were fifty shekels of gold. He overlaid the upper chambers with gold. In the most holy place he made two carved cherubim and overlaid them with gold. The wings of the cherubim together extended twenty cubits. One wing of the one five cubits long touched the wall of the house, and its other wing five cubits long touched the wall of the other cherub. And of this cherub one wing five cubits long touched the wall of the house, and the other wing also five cubits long was joined to the wing of the first cherub. The wings of this cherubim extended twenty cubits. The cherubim stood on their feet facing the nave. And Solomon made the curtain of blue and purple and crimson fabrics and fine linen, and worked cherubim into it. In front of the house he made two pillars, thirty-five cubits high, with a capital of five cubits on top of each. He made encircling chains and put them on top of the pillars, and he made one hundred pomegranates and put them on the chains. He set up the pillars in front of the temple, one on the right, the other on the left. The one on the right he called Jason, and the one on the left, Boaz. Matthew 1 An account of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez, and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Aram, Aram the father of Amminadab, and Amminadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, by the wife of Zariah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asaph, and Asaph the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, Joram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh the father of Amos and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah, and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon.
and after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Salathiel, and Salathiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of, of Abiud, and Abiud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Achan, and Achim the father of Eliud, and Eliud the father of Ezah, and Eleazar the father of Matan, and Matan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who was called the Messiah. So all the generations from Abraham to David are fourteen generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, fourteen generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Messiah, fourteen generations. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her father Joseph, being a righteous man, and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophets. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named him Jesus. Psalm 48 A Song A Psalm of the Korahites Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, is the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. Within its citadels, God has shown himself a sure defense. Then the kings assembled, they came together. As soon as they saw it, they were astounded, they were in panic, they took to flight. Trembling took hold of them there, pains as of a woman in labor. As when an east wind shatters the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, which God establishes forever. Selah. We ponder your steadfast love, O God in the midst of your temple. Your name, O God, like our praise, reaches to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is filled with glory. Let Mount Zion be glad, let the towns of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion, go all around it, count its towers. Consider well its ramparts, go through its citadels, that you may tell the next generation that this is God, our God for ever and ever. He will be our guide forever. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year.
Just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or email, and check the show notes for all the contact details. There are links in the show notes, and if you click on a link, it'll take you to wherever you need to go. Let's pray, shall we? Holy God, give me a sense of purpose in each day that you give me life, and give me an optimistic outlook on the future and on my Lord who will meet me there. Please help me have a sense of genuine joy, knowing that no matter where the roads lead me today, I will journey with you. In Jesus' name, I thank you for being my loving God and eternal Father. Amen. And our prayer for the time of the year. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you that you have made us children of yours, and have allowed us to help build your kingdom. Every day we pray your kingdom come. Lord, with all our hearts we want your kingdom to come, and we want to do our part that it may come quickly. Show us how we may proclaim your name, and how we may speak of your glorious majesty and your wondrous works. Open a way of service for us in our congregations, Father, give us the power to witness for you at home, in our work, on our vacations, or wherever we may be, so that those with whom we live and work may know the love that we have for you. Lord, let our witness be clear, so that people may see you and be transformed, and that believers may be strengthened. Father, we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.